What's up, Cardboard Nation? Welcome to Go GTS Live, the Hobbies Web Show. Thanks for joining us tonight. We got a robust show. It's gonna be it's gonna be a long one, I think. But we made up for being off last week. I know a lot of you guys were bummed. Uh, I'm your yeah, host, Robert Trand. There's Ivan. Yep, there he is. We're back. We're back. <laughs> That's it. A dinosaur story. We're ready to come at you with another exciting episode of Go GTS Live. Yeah, we got a lot going on tonight. Uh, we're going to bring on Lance Fisher from Onyx Authenticated, talk about vintage collection and all things Onyx. We got a few stories and hobby happenings. Uh, we got a couple hockey breaks tonight, so we're going to bring in NHL Network XM analyst Russ Cohen for our hockey breaks. Uh, we've got three videos of content to break up a really long show tonight. We got a box break of Sage Hit Premier Draft Low Series Football. Uh, look at next week's new releases, which seem to be fluctuating. And worldwide debut case break of Super Break Pieces of the Past Series 1. All that and a whole lot more on this episode. Nice. And in case you can't hear, in L.A. there's a pandemic going on. Sorry about the helicopters. Um, but, Rob, can, if we can start off real quick, Shane Coppin asked a question in the Twitch chat room, which I think is just really important, which is, how is everyone doing? I'm doing well. How are you well. doing, Rob? Yeah, I mean, uh, my wife's working from home. Um, they laid off everybody at uh, that works on the plant at her uh, manufacturing facility, at least you know temporarily while this is going on. But uh, she's in accounting, so there's still lots to do. So, no concern over her job. Uh, I've I've worked at home for years, so the only thing new to me is having all these people in the house while I'm trying to work. Yeah, <laughs> I hear you. I, I guess I should apologize in advance. You may hear some more screaming in my uh in my background because my kids are at home and cooped up uh granted they're normally at home during the show uh, but i did have to move my office from upstairs to downstairs so i'm a little closer to them so just a little grace from everybody watching if uh, you hear a, a random kid scream in the background hopefully Absolutely. it'll be timed right to our big hits Family, family first, so no worries. Everybody's in the same boat. There's been a lot of great videos uh, on social media of, of hijinks happening as people are trying to work uh, from home, and uh, it's been fun to watch. <laughs> Which reminds me, I just looked over, and I promised I would lock my door during this, and I realized uh, it's just out of reach, and I forgot to lock it on that last little pre-show <laughs> water run. Oops. So, yeah. High jinx may ensue, but fingers crossed. Um, that said, we've got an exciting show for you. Don't forget, we're also here to give away some stuff uh, on the show. And so the first thing we want you to do is make sure that you follow us on Twitter, twitter.com slash go GTS live, because that's also the platform that we use to aggregate all of the winners that we pull. You don't have to watch there. You can watch on Twitch, YouTube, live stream, wherever you may be. But you do have to follow us there and engage just a little bit. So to encourage that engaging, we have a weekly poll. This week's poll is uh, quite fitting. What hobby activities are you engaged in to pass the time during quarantine? Answers and, being, or also, go ahead. Yeah, we had uh, 
there's so many choices. Twitter only gives you four. So we went with buying into breaks, organizing your collection, browsing eBay or Comp C, and for other, please reply. Uh, organizing the collection, leading the way big time, 41.6%. Good for all of you with 178 people voting. Uh, that's in second place was browsing eBay and Comp C followed by buying into breaks, but still a hearty 20% of you. So that's good. But then some of the other responses, uh, things you might, uh, you know, um, already expect spending time with family. Uh, there should be an option of all, um, have been catching up and, uh, through the mails, getting ready for a bunch of requests to go out uh listing cards on ebay and um tony toop the right answer is staying at home and avoiding everything mail goes through <laughs> many hands some of those hands could unknowingly be infected it is not worth risking your health for pieces of cardboard stay home be smart and be safe folks okay there's always that yeah, uh, but nothing. I, a little li Lysol and hand sanitizer can't take care of. Because when I've been receiving packages this week, I give them a quick spray, wash up my hands after I'm done opening, and taking the stuff out. So there are precautions you can yeah. take. For dealing I, I with was going to add packages. to that. We are neither doctors nor are we the president. So take our opinion for what it is. What I have read as the helicopters come for me again. Um, worst case scenario, just don't open your mail for three days because allegedly Corona cannot live on surfaces for more than 72 hours. Um, paper surfaces, allegedly. So that's another precaution you can take. We're all for being cautious. Um, but getting to the poll directly, and also I'm enjoying some of the comments in the Twitch chat specifically, Ryan SC07, drinking more Crown wasn't an option. Um, organizing <laughs> is far too challenging while drinking, braver sheep. Uh, well, don't forget, you still can go and vote on that poll. We've got two hours left, and we will be live updating the results. Um, though, honestly, I am shocked that Other was not higher up there, because I feel like you left off a very important one, Rob. Uh, we got a big show tonight, so I shouldn't talk too much, but you didn't actually put listing and selling cards on there, which I've seen a lot of people taking that organizing a step further and selling not just out of need, um, but because they've got a little extra time on their hands, some people. So, yeah, I, 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 maybe that all got lumped into eBay comp C. Maybe I should have left off browsing and just put eBay comp C. Yeah. Um, I think maybe that's um, a lot of what people were voting that they're, they're not just looking necessarily, but they're, you know, engaged or active on one of those two platforms but mm -hmm. uh, well, lots of lots more fun uh comments coming in um mike osu 85 says i left my go gts live package in the garage for only 24 hours my bad be careful there <laughs> um, well actually actually there was a study and Yes, it can live on metal surfaces for up to three days. Cardboard is only 24 hours, I thought. Yeah. Well, that's why I'm saying, like, uh, you know, I'd rather give conservative guidelines for people. I don't want anybody coming back and saying, Ivan told me, <laughs> you know, there's a little. We, we are not doctors and we are not the president, who seem to be the only two people that are allowed to share facts. <laughs> yeah. 
So if anybody finds my, if any watching tonight, if you guys find me inadvertently touching my face, like while I'm doing breaks or stuff, could you just like give a quick shout in the chat so that Ivan can let me know to quit touching my face? Because I am looking at, at the, all this product we have to open tonight, and I know a lot of different hands have touched this in order for it to get to us. So, you know what? I think we should just cancel the show. I'm afraid to open this stuff now. You guys have really freaked me out. Well done. Well done. I'm actually looking through <laughs> hobby happenings to see because there's there was one interesting thing that just came up today. Did you get that in there? The fanatics um, thing? Yeah, I wait for Lance to get on. You can talk about it. I... Oh, okay. Well, I just thought it was kind of cool. Fanatics today announced that they're going to put a temporary halt on manufacturing jerseys. To yeah, use I saw the material that. to manufacture face masks. Uh, so just kind of Which... a cool thing coming out of the uh, hobby. Yeah. It's yeah. Okay. Um, all right, let's bring on our guest, Lance Fisher from Onyx Authenticated. He is the owner, founder, CEO, guru. Is there any other titles we should apply to you? The man at Onyx Authenticated? Yeah, that's pretty generous. I'll, uh, I'll take all that. <laughs> <laughs> okay, okay. Well, thanks for taking some time out. I know, I know you're stuck working from home like a bunch of other people. Uh, so it was pretty easy to get you on. But in all honesty, we booked this two weeks ago with you because Vintage Collection is dropping next week. Um, now Ooh. in its sophomore year, a follow-up to the smash success of its first year. It was so popular, Lance. What do you think? Why do you think that was? I think, it, I think the big thing was the design. I think the design was, was, was huge, went over really well. Um, people like the, the feel. I mean, you got that, that old school feel to the cards, uh, with the clay coated cards back from gosh, when, when, when I first started collecting in the eighties and, and earlier, um, <laughs> I mean, you know, of course our on card autographs, everyone loves that fact. And, you know, we, we've become, I think more of a household name in the sense of prospecting. A lot of people, kind of look at our checklist or look at us of, of okay, who, who are the next group of up-and-comers? And, um, you know, the, the mix of all that really helped, uh, helped the product take off. You know, we've talked in the past when we've had you on, on your thought process for identifying uh, players. And, uh, of course, it seems like all the card companies are on the same page with a handful or maybe 50% of the players. But what is it about your past experience and the people that you have around you that you're able to go, you know what, these are the guys no one else is paying attention to that I want to get in the product because I believe in them. Where does that come from? <laughs> a lot of it comes from from our internal network. Um, we've got guys out there, scouts, agents that uh, are constantly in our ear about, hey, you know, take a look at this guy, take a look at this guy. And you know, my my approach on that is, is a little bit of my Florida State football background, where it's like, all right, let let me do some due diligence and do some research on these guys. And you know, obviously, you look at the talent level and the, the athletic level. But the other thing that, again, and I've echoed this, you know, year after year is, you know, what, what kind of head does this kid have on his shoulders? 
does he have the right mentality, the right state of mind, the right type of focus and work ethic to really kind of take it to the next level? Because, you know, when we were doing the recruiting at Florida State, you know, you, you run across guys that had immense potential on the field, but they didn't have the mental state to really have the success that was needed to reach that next level. And I think that's kind of what helps set us apart a little bit of, of putting all that together. So that's that said, who are a couple of the players in last year's release that you gained personal satisfaction in and knowing, you know what, we nailed it with that guy? Yeah, you know, it's funny. Uh, I, I did an interview last year with, um, I think it's Sports sports Collectible, something like that. And he, he asked me every year, who, who are the guys that are off the radar that you think are going to really make a name for themselves? And we said Julio Rodriguez was a guy that you really, this was probably last February. Um, this is a guy that you really need to pay attention to. The kid's got a great work ethic. Um, you know, we follow these guys on Twitter too, so we can kind of see a little bit of their, their demeanor, their background, things that they enjoy, you know, some is good, some is not so good. And, you know, this, I mean, he just, he really, really impressed me. And as we all know, Julio just lit up the world last year in the minors, um, did some incredible things and, uh, really took off. You know, I want to say Wander Franco was another guy, but not so sure he was as, far under the radar as Julio was. Oh, no doubt, no doubt. So that begs the question, Lance. This year, we're really excited to have you on because 2020 Onyx Vintage Collection is coming out next week. Baseball cards. You can get all the information at gogts.net, including sell sheets and checklists. But this year, who are those guys that nobody knows about Nobody's talking about. Yeah, you've got Ronald Acuna Jr. autographs and Wander Franco autographs in there. Right. But who else should we be looking at that no one's talking about? Oh man, I'll tell you what. This year is is by far our strongest checklist. Um, the guys that I think should really be um, pay attention to that you may not even realize. Um, can I really really like is Robert Austin. He's with the PAs. He was a uh, guy last year and um, he'll be in the shoes product but this kid I mean immense potential he was probably I think either the second or third ranked prospect behind Dominguez and, and, and maybe someone else last year um, but the, the head and the work ethic that's on this kid's shoulders um, is beyond impressive I just think that the potential there to really be a superstar is, is definitely there um, another kid that, that may not be off the radar as much, um, but, uh, you know, hitting his second year and he'll, he'll, he'll get a chance to go in the full season will be Noel V. Marte of the Mariners. Um, I think mm-hmm. this year will be really okay. his, his yep. first real year to prove the talent and the things that people are excited about. So, um, you know, not to, to go too deep, but those are the guys that I would say definitely keep an eye on. Gotcha. And I like that you say that, um, you know, it's not going as deep with new LV Marte, Marte, yet we still see if you're paying attention in the minor leagues, by the time a guy gets called up, even if there was some hype about him, 
the call up and a few successful weeks in the bigs can make him the most hyped player, right? Absolutely. Yeah, it, it, it's crazy how uh, prospecting has really taken off, and uh, I think more and more people now are paying attention to it just because of the investment purposes in the industry. And, um, you know, I, I think we pride ourselves on being able to really hit a lot of the guys that we put in our checklist um, because it's, it's easy to miss if you're not careful. And, you know, with us not having a license, you know, we've got to make sure that the value add is there. And on top of that, the investment for those who are willing to invest early in our product before the, the Bowmans are out and, 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 and some of that other stuff, um, that it gives you the chance to have kind of the first car to somebody. So, uh, you know, that's, that's, what, that's what we always get excited on. I mean, Lance, you know my famous story, right? With the Matt Beatty one of one. <laughs> That's right. Uh, I feel sorry for the person that did buy the box and sold it to me because they missed out. They sold it on eBay for $2 and he didn't <laughs> have a card in any other products. You know, a little bit older of a prospect by that point. I think he was like 24. And then he got called up and started hitting home runs in September and I sold it for yeah. 100 Yeah, I, I I love Two dollars. Hey, there's, there's so many stories that I've heard from people. Um, you know, I think one of the biggest ones that that, that we we got is probably the the Jonathan Lasiga story. Um, I think this is from two years ago, where he got called up to the Yankees. Nobody knew anything about him. We were the only ones that did a card of him. Um, the kid throws almost a no hitter in his debut. And you couldn't have, <laughs> I don't think we could have sold that card for a nickel the day before he'd gotten called up. And <laughs> after that, the card was in the base blues were going for $250. It was insane because it was the only thing he had out there. I mean, the blues aren't even a fair comparison on that because they're a little bit rarer. So you're right, that beats the Matt Beatty story, which was a one of one. The base autographs, I remember, were selling for $145. And there's how many base autographs? 299? Yeah, like 200. Yeah, is usually what we gear towards. Yeah, two, Yeah, so it's like you never know sometimes when these guys aren't on a bunch of other products. So real quick, uh, then Rob, I'll turn it over to you. But I do just want to clarify some people said it broke up a little. Robert Pawson, P-U-A-S-O-N, was the first prospect. Yeah, he's, he's a guy that we're yeah, he's really, really, really excited about. Yeah, international prospects. Now, usually every year um, we're able to get a first-hand look at this. I didn't even know if I should ask because this product is getting so hot. Were you able to stash a box away for us? I think, guys, listen, I'm always, always going to take care of you. So I've got a case stashed for the National. Um, hopefully the National still occurs. Um, if not, we'll figure out something. But uh, definitely got a case set aside. Cool. Wow. Thanks. Thank you, Lance. That's so exciting. Yeah. You know, one of the things that I've always appreciated is your generosity to to us and, and collectors. And when we've taken a look at your product, we've noticed a couple different things. You incorporate different color ink signatures that correspond with various numbering. But then you've also, um, I noticed on this year, that there are some uh, foil parallels. How is is that the Onyx logo is going to be foil like we've seen sometimes in the past, or what exactly is going to be the foil accenting on that parallel? So there's, 
So what we did for this year's vintage, right, is we're, we're doing a vintage premium product later this summer. And so we did a little teaser in there where there's some foil parallels, uh, or, or in other words, some base uh, vintage premiums that we put in the packs. And I'll give you guys a preview of what the autographs are going to look like for summer release. And we've got some really cool stuff that we're going to do with this. But I don't know how well you can see that. That's Glaber Torres. Ooh! Yeah, that's and, pretty. Uh, so I can hit the angle. But anyways, it's got a bronze look to it, that foil. And it, again, it just wants yeah. to give a little bit of that vintage feel to it. Let me show you another one here. I've got uh, here's Ronald Acuna. So it's uh, in effect. This, as I could show you the thickness on here, but I don't think you'd really be able to tell. But um, they're definitely uh, probably twice not more the typical uh, thickness of a, a standard card. Wow. That's super so, cool. So speaking of that, okay, we've got Vintage Collection, and you've mentioned you've got another product coming out later this year um, that's in partnership, if I remember correctly, with an overseas company called Futera, who you first partnered with last year on a beautiful-looking baseball card product. What uh, what's going on with your partnership this year, and what could collect? Yeah, um, well, I'll tell you what, before I dive into that, I want to show you guys a little bit of a vintage preview that 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 we do that a lot of companies don't do. And and here's a sample of it. Here's a Wander Franco, full name autograph. Yeah, I how like does it. he even how does he even fit yeah, that on? Barely, <laughs> barely fits it on there. Um, <laughs> you, you know, it, it's funny. Before I dive into the Futera, because I, I really want to talk about that. It's an incredible partnership. But, um, you know, having the right relationship with these players and having fun during the signings, um, when the guys are having fun, man, it, it, it opens the door to a lot more collectible items i guess things that you wouldn't typically see things that are going to be signed a little more rare a little bit differently you know we had him sign his nickname on some um i mean it's just little things like that but you're right sometimes it's, you have to really squeeze it in there to fit on the card <laughs> we you appreciate about, the effort though <laughs> yeah you you talk about relationship with the players and uh being a smaller manufacturer and you know uh, working with a checklist that isn't as, as expansive as some other companies, I certainly would think that that helps you from a time management standpoint, develop those relationships uh, to the point where you can say, Hey, Wander, why don't you, why don't you sign these next 10 with your full name? And he's like, yeah, no Absolutely. problem. Absolutely. Right? Absolutely. And, and that's it. You know, we we, yeah, we joke cool. around, we have fun. Um, you know, and it's funny because you'd think maybe the language barrier would be a little bit of an issue. Um, which it, it can be a challenge, no doubt about it. But, you know, these guys are starting to get better speaking English. I'm getting better speaking Spanish myself. My wife is, is Ecuadorian, so <laughs> she's not giving me much of an option but to, to learn how to speak Spanish. But, you know, having that fun, we did it with Bobby Wood Jr. I mean, I'll tell you what, that was one of the best signing experiences that I think we've been a part of because uh, Bobby Wood Sr. was there, you know, the, the whole family. And, you know, sharing stories and, and Junior was enjoying the, the, the whole thing and laughing. 
it just opened the door of like, hey, you know what? Whatever you want me to sign on these cards, man, let, let's do it. Let's have some more fun. And I think that's what what really helps the situation. And again, it's 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 about the collectors, about people out there that are buying our product and, and being able to have something that's just a little bit different from the norm that you know the other companies produce out there. The one thing that uh, adds a little bit of a chase element for the breakers is that every um, case has a a case hit of a graded rookie card. Uh, and so with only 145 total cases, I know I could probably grill you and you would be able to list all 145 items. But what I really want to know is maybe one or two that you were like, wouldn't it be cool? And then you were able to get it. <laughs> yeah. I, well, it, you know, it's funny. Was it last year? Then we, we did one and the guy got King Griffey Jr. Up for deck card. Um, yeah. You know, it, <laughs> At the that, national. I mean, he was stoked. <laughs> I mean, is it a super high-end card like getting a, a you know, a PSA 9 Pete Rose rookie? No, but, I mean, the fact is the guy was ecstatic on getting that card. So, you know, I, I think that's exciting. We, we do, by the way, have a, a Pete Rose rookie in there. Um, you know, we've got Randy Johnson, which, again, it's not an enormous hit. You know, we do a high grade of it. But, um, you know, we kind of do a wide spectrum of the different rookies and they're usually guys that are you know in the hall of fame so uh you know again it's another twist that we put the product that that, that kind of helps uh, the people who are hoping this thing get some more value and get more excited about it well and along those same lines you're doing a couple of other things new this year man there's so much to talk about in this product we should have had a, a two shows with you on you've also got of the base cards some incredible Hall of Famer autographs in this yeah. product. Can you tell us who those are and give us an idea? Is there a super limited number, or are they in the same run as the base print Yeah, run? no, that's, that's a great question, Ivan. Um, they're, they're limited, um, uh, especially with Ichiro's not a cheap autograph, um, but Ichiro's in there, uh, Nolan Ryan's in there, Randy Johnson's in there. I'm looking just to try to remember who's in there. Um, of course, we've got active guys now. We, we got Ronald Acuna Jr. We've got Glaber Torres in there. So, you know, we, again, it's every year we're trying to add more and more value. And I think our price point went up maybe $5. And and I'm talking about for a case, not per box. So, you know, we're we're trying to add (laughs) more and more value. And again, it's all about the relationships, all about how we can, make it better without, you know, upping the price, you know, dramatically or even much. And uh, we've been able to do it, you mm-hmm. know. And, and again, it's all on-card autographs, which, as we all know, we, we've got this pandemic going on. And, man, by the, the skin of our teeth, we lucked out on getting, you know, all these things signed. So uh, it, it's, a, it's a challenge. Hey, to good th- good people come good things sometimes, Lance, and you're definitely one of the good guys. Uh, anything else you want to uh, let us know about Vintage Collection before we dive into a couple other things? No, um, I think this is probably the most exciting product we've put out this year, uh, or, well, since inception of, of Onyx. Um, Ray, you, you, I mean, you said it, Rob, where this is our sophomore product. Um, I think it's incredibly, you know, last year was a huge success. 
this is this this thing blows last year out of the water in the sense of the checklist and the opportunity, the prospects, and the future, and da da da. It just goes on and on and on. Um, I just I, I can't talk highly enough about it, you know, and, and not trying to be too biased. But um, we're sold out on our end, and um, you know, I think those who buy the product will be beyond excited with what you open. I, I really don't see you going wrong with it. That's awesome. That's awesome. All right. So, yeah, Futera, year You're two. Too. What's going on? And what what can collectors expect from the two of you guys I'll this year? I'll tell you year? what. Um, we went out to Bangkok last year. Uh, got an office out there. Had a great time. Really want to meet face-to-face and, uh, you know, talk about the future. You know, talk about uh, kind of planning and, and what made sense and what makes sense for the collectors out there. And uh, it was an incredible meeting. Um, you know, Gwyneth, who's the CEO, um, just an absolute gem of a person. Um, one of the nicest people in the industry they could ever meet. Yeah. And, um, I mean, this relationship has really, really blossomed just in, in one year's time frame. And um, I'll tell you what, we're going to do it again this year for baseball. Um, you know, we're, we're going to make it even better than last year. Um, we had, I think, some opportunities that, uh, you know, again, a little bit of a learning curve that uh, we could do better on. And so that, you know, after talking with Gwen, she agreed that uh, we're, we're going to look at doing this even better for this year. I've got, uh, let me see here, that preview of what the cards will, or some of the cards. So this is one version here. I think this is Acuna I'm showing you. And again, you know, just Futera shares the same Beautiful. same image we do or vision, and that's all on-card autographs. Never do stickers. So there's Acuna. Uh, that's here's Mackenzie Gore. It's actually, I think, one of my favorite designs here. And it's all foil there. Yeah, that's sharp. Yeah, wow. That's definitely wow. sharp. I mean, Futera just puts out an amazing product. Um, so. And those are thick yeah. too, right? Show, show the really. side real quick. Actually, right. those are just those the are front. weighty. I remember they, them from last year. They've got to build the back still. So um, we uh, gotcha. It, it, I mean, the top the thick car. I mean, the premium. Um, you know, if if your audience doesn't know, they they do different variations. Very, very, very limited. Um, in fact, I don't think we're doing any variation over ten. So, um, or any card period over 10 of a wow. player. So there will be, wow. different, you know, uh, a few different variations of each player, but uh, nothing will be numbered over 10. And that was something that Gwyneth and I came into agreement with. Um, but uh, just incredible. I mean, incredible relationships could be an incredible product. And then the other venture that the two of us are going to go into is basketball. So, what? Wow. Yeah. What? Yeah. Did you say basketball? So, basketball. And Whoa, wow. breaking news on GoGTS Live. <laughs> basketball. It's a, coming it's from sport. Futera Onyx. Very excited to be some of the nicest stuff out there. And it, it, listen, Panini puts an amazing product out there, so I don't want to take anything away from them. But, uh, you know, we, we want to do something that's a little bit different. 
um, you know, may have a, a higher end that, that hits collectors that, you know, may not be able to afford a typical high-end product. And, um, man, it's going to cover a wide spectrum. I mean, we're looking at phenomenal retirees uh, in the checklist. Uh, we're, we're working on a deal with James Wiseman, um, you know, getting him in there, a wow. uh, bunch of other guys. I don't want to really showcase too much of what the checklist is going to be, but uh, it will blow you away of active players, rookies, and retirees, and all on-card autographs. Wow, it's been a long time since there was a alternative uh, for that sport in uh, the hobby. So I'm sure it'll be very successful given the track record of your two companies. And yeah, wow, can't wait to check that out. That's a that's quite the bombshell you dropped tonight. It's a big one. Especially like. A- I love that you say not taking anything away from Panini. I totally agree. There's just so much demand right now that, yeah, if you can release something unique, I would love to see what it looks like. And I know lots of collectors would love the chance at more stuff to collect. Yeah, it, you know, it's, it's, it's crazy yeah, because very, um, very interesting. apparently we, we did a little bit of test run of, of uh, I guess, demand. And just from the Futera and, I guess, China and Australia was just like, we want to buy everything that we could get our hands on, um, which, you know, we, we're not going to allow to happen because, you know, it's got to be distributed over to the world. So um, I, I feel this this product will sell out immediately. And for those who are able to get their hands on a case or a pack, a box, um, again, you will be beyond pleased with what you pull. Um, and, and I know no one knows what the checklist is. But I can tell you right now, you, you'd be very pleased on what you could pull. You know what's interesting like that. is that this is the first, next week marks the first time, I believe, in history of the hobby that Futera and Onyx are each launching a product in the same week. Because Futera World Football Unique got pushed back from this week to next week. How for how foretelling and foreshadowing is that, Lance? <laughs> Tell you what, hey. We're leading off hot in the shop with Futera and ending it with Onyx, and you guys have big plans together this year. That's pretty interesting. Yeah, yeah. I, I mean, I, our, 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 we, we're just we're, we're linked in stuff. I mean, uh, again, we share the same vision. We, we share the same excitement about the hobby. We share the same attention to the collector out there um and and so i think that's why this partnership works really well that's awesome well listen we got a jam-packed show tonight uh thanks for taking so much of your valuable time to share it with our audience as always uh please be safe out there and um yeah, best of luck on the release of Onyx Vintage next week and all your future endeavors, and can't wait to see you in person. Hopefully that's sooner yeah, than later. Hey, gentlemen, as always, thank you so much for having me on. Um, I wish you guys the, the best. Um, I hope you and your audience stay healthy out there and uh, you know make sure everyone you stay safe. All thank right. you, Lance. You too. Thanks, Thanks brother. Really all right, appreciate thanks, it. Thanks, guys. Lance. Fisher, Onyx Authenticated, uh, one of the good guys out there. And, you know, interestingly enough, what he said about Gwyneth from Futera, he, 
everybody I've ever talked to that's met that woman, um, the CEO, Gwyneth, has the absolute same thing to say. So it's hmm. it's really no surprise that they've been able to um, those two companies have been able to collaborate because uh, Lance is absolutely one of my favorite people in the business. You, you know what? Uh, you know what about Lance Rob gets me every time. He's What's too that? generous. He could go from two autos per box to one auto per box and print twice as many base cards and but still. He won't. And he doesn't. <laughs> I'm like, he and won't. I was just looking at sold prices on Futura Onyx from last year, and the very the I sorted by highest price, and the most high price one surprised me just a little. It was a Wander Franco for under two fifty. That surprised me, but right after, and I'm not surprised. There's a. $200 Ichiro, a $200 Spencer Howard for the Phillies, a pitching prospect, $125 Ichiro. Like, there's a lot of sold cards from that Futura Onyx from last year. It was a beautiful for, product. For oh. baseball, I can only see it getting higher. And him saying basketball, can you imagine Whoa. whether it's Zion, <laughs> Luca, Ja, Trey, whoever it is that he says we won't be disappointed? Uh, I cannot wait to see what Futera and Onyx put together for that. Um, especially in this environment where it's like people are just eating up everything and their commitment to on-card autos is outstanding. So, um, yeah, we just need to have them on more frequently so that the conversations don't have to be 30 minutes each time. Because I still had 17 questions just about I know, vintage. I know. I it's not your fault. I'm not, you know, but um, but just a reminder for all Onyx products and all Futera products, if you're like, these sound cool, but I don't know too much about them, well, we've got a website, gogts.net. There's a nice, easy search button at the very top. I did it in the middle of this to preview the 2020 Futera World Football Unique Soccer Card Collection Checklist. Um, and Lance always puts out really full checklists on all Onyx products. So I highly recommend checking out their other products on the site just to stay informed. Great point, Ivan. All right, let's take a look at uh, some news notes and nuggets from around the hobby this week in uh, what we call hobby happenings. Well, meet scumbags Bo Redden and James and Joshua Cahill. Sports Collectors Daily reports that some sharp detective work solved the case of a break-in at the Dugout Collection in Keene, New Hampshire, which resulted in the rest of these three losers. Police say that multiple boxes of trading cards and other collectibles worth thousands of dollars were taken during the February 20th break-in, according to the store, owners, store owner Dick Comerford. See, police responded to the store's commercial burglar alarm, and when they arrived, they had seen evidence of forced entry in the building and the theft of trading cards and other collectibles. Police were able to use tapes from surveillance cameras to determine the suspects, <laughs> geniuses, who spent 90 seconds inside the shop. The men broke through the front glass door with a hammer and then tried to leave with display cases filled with valuable cards. However, I love this. The <laughs> custom-made cases were designed so that when they were lifted, 
The bottoms dropped out. That meant the cards in the case spilled onto the floor. The men rushing to leave the premises and wearing gloves made it difficult to pick up the expensive individual cards from the floor. The three were later arrested thanks to the security camera footage making their identification easy. Ugh. Idiots. I wish that that was actually, like, that would be a great, uh, assuming that the dugout collection uh, is made whole now through this, that would be a very funny video, it sounds like, mm -hmm. to actually be able to watch. So, thankfully it worked out, it Don't! sounds like, in the hobby shop's favor. Um, speaking of hobby shops, we've got quite a few uh, updates just on uh, various things in the hobby in light of the current uh, crisis that's facing all of us in America. One is a strong reminder, a lot of hobby shops are still doing business even if they aren't necessarily open. So make sure that you support your hobby shops during this time. Find them online, see what they're doing. So much great stuff coming out of hobby shops innovating during this time. Uh, as far as check out my cards, ComC, they issued an update on current processing services due to their own backlog and this uh, um, pandemic that we're encountering. The only services that will be offering discounts for missed due dates are for the new service levels of three week, elite services, and vintage and obscure services and comic book services, which is a single category, I think. In addition, no, it's not. Uh, Oh, so it's, it's, uh, so I, I conflated the word three there. There's about five services, but those are the ones offering discounts for missed due dates. Uh, the company will not be offering discounts for delayed processing of their new 12 week or new current year three week or grandfathered basic submissions. Additionally, the company has added a new filter for item noted conditions within the search function, which is very helpful if you use the site. All items with condition notes have been separated from items without condition notes and placed within their own noted conditional bucket. The company says that by separating cards with and without condition notes, buyers will have an easier time distinguishing cards considered to be in near mint or better condition, which is sort of the basic posting on there, from cards that do have flaws or perhaps undesirable traits. So some cool innovation happening in the midst of sorting out a lot of changes. Yep. So expect delays if you're submitting to CompC because they are closed. Uh, Beckett Media started cataloging a database of hobby shops offering curbside pickup and or home delivery during this period of self-quarantine and isolation. Be sure to visit the Beckett website for more details. Also, as most of you are well aware, many card shows have been canceled as a result of the coronavirus as well. Please contact the show's organizer before making the trek to a show just to find out that it may have been canceled. eBay also had an announcement in response to the COVID-19 outbreak. Uh, they stated in an email yesterday that they are deferring fees for sellers who have store-level subscriptions. Remember, defer means postpone, so sellers will still owe the fees to eBay. eBay is hoping that it will provide some relief, though, as we all make some adjustments this month. In his post on the eBay seller announcement board this past weekend, Senior Vice President Jordan Sweetnam said, We are deeply committed to supporting our sellers through this difficult time. 
We want to relieve some of the pressure you're facing and give you the flexibility needed to sustain your business. Uh, eBay sent sellers that email yesterday. It also included details on how to request support if you need to take advantage of that deferment. And now something happy. According to their recent Facebook post, Rittenhouse Archives is looking to help collectors with some free reward points. The post states, as we are all navigating through the current health crisis, and as most of us are at home, including us here at Rittenhouse Archives, we'd like to do something to brighten everyone's day. We're offering 500 free reward points to any of our member collectors who post a message to our website message board, which can be found at scifihobby.com slash bbboard, telling us what your favorite Rittenhouse set bonus set or card is we'd love to hear from you and we're happy to give each person these free reward points the message thread is entitled free reward points owner and founder steve sharendoff said that he would kick things off and said my favorite rittenhouse card is the a1 william shatner twilight zone autograph from our premier edition series back in 1999 that was the first standard size card set we ever made, and that was the first autograph card in that set. I could be wrong, but I think Shatner has signed more cards for more sets for us than any other actor. Hmm. Anyone want to take a stab at listing all of the different sets for which Shatner has signed? I came close in that ultimate guide. Um, I've honestly lost track, but I can say this. Every time he signs for us is like celebrating my birthday. Can't ever get enough of that guy. No sane reason for it. It just is. So, yeah, go participate in the conversation. Tell him GoGTS Live sent you. And thanks, Rittenhouse. Uh, amidst the ongoing insanity of this global pandemic, most, but not all, third-party grading and authentication services have been temporarily suspended as part of mandatory state or city closures in the places they do business. This includes Baseball Card Exchange, the hobby's leading authenticator of unopened wax, as well as PSA and Beckett with their traditional single-card grading. Please do not make any submissions to these companies until further notice. You can find details on each of those companies' websites. And on the bright side, SGC is still, at least currently, open for business and submissions. Yeah, we want you to submit to those companies, but because they're closed, we don't want anything to get lost. So just hold off. Well, with an already long list of exclusive online releases, this week Topps announced yet another one called Project 2020. Topps commissioned 20 creative artists, cartoonists, and pop culture influencers to reinterpret 20 iconic Topps baseball cards. Each week, two cards will be made available for 48 hours. Each of the artists will design all 20 cards, creating a master set of... 400 cards individual cards cost 19.99 a two card bundle saves you five bucks at 34.99 and one of one artist proofs which were already sold out for this week's cards cost 99.99 you can learn more or purchase at tops.com and that's a look at this week's hobby happenings yeah, the first batch of those Topps Project 2020 cards ends in 15 hours, 
And I didn't realize when I went on there, I followed a link and I thought you could only buy the two card pack. Um, and I only wanted one of the two cards. So I'm going to be getting some Sandy Koufax by Jacob Rochester that I wasn't as interested in. But I tell you, Rob, did you see the Ben Baller Ichiro card? Uh, I did. James, go ahead and call Russ. I just got a text from him. Um, I did. I did. It was um, pretty, I absolutely, pretty unique. Yeah. So I don't know if you know Ben Baller, but oh, come on. There. Give me this. So he's he's a bling artist. He's been popular for making bling for rap artists for about 15 years now. And so look at that blinged out Ichiro. I absolutely loved it. So I actually bought two of the two packs, not realizing you could get the Ichiro on its own. I think two two packs was more expensive than uh, one five pack almost, or about the same price. But uh, but yeah, I'm I'm pretty excited for those as something innovative and unique from artists as we go through this this period of new stuff going on. And I, well, yeah, we were going to talk about that later. We'll talk about that later. What else from Hobby Happenings did you enjoy, though? Um, <laughs> well, the Rittenhouse story I thought was my absolute favorite. Yeah, fun to hear Steve in light, story in, light like in light of everything else going on, you know? Yeah. So, all right. We are going to bring on um, Russ Cohen here to who is our, our resident hockey expert um, while we break some hockey product because it it only made sense. Hey, hey Rob, Russ, how, are, how are you, sir? Ivan, how are you? Good. Doing great, Russ. Thanks for joining Anytime. us this evening. All right, so we are going to we're going to dive into we've got a box oh, of 119. I, I just realized why exactly we need Russ on the show. Yeah, we've got a box of 2019 <laughs> AHL hockey. Uh, Way out of my depth when it comes to pack, AHL. 12 packs per box. We get two autos. And, uh, yeah, so I figured we might need a little bit of help talking about some of these guys. And I wasn't going to kick them off right after this because we've got SPX. Yeah, open, that'll be fun. And I figured you'd, you'd, you'd yep. want to sit in on that. Yeah. <laughs> All right. So, Russ, does it get any deeper in hockey prospecting than AHL I mean, cards? CHL ones. Yeah. The ones that Upper Deck makes. That's the only one that's deeper. But it's still pretty deep. Yeah. So these are guys that we may not have heard of yet. Uh, to start off, can you just, as we get the packs open, tell us who are the guys we have heard of that you think we can Okay, well, first, one, first, first off, I need to see well, you. That- <laughs> Okay. Okay. Yeah. Oh, you don't yeah, need, yeah. We're, we're gonna. You know what I look true. like. You don't need to I see mean, me. What point. are you talking but, about? Um, <laughs> you could. Yeah. Um, we're doing you a favor. There's a lot of guys. <laughs> well, you know who's in here. Yeah. You know who's in here is this week's Future Watch player profile, uh, or was it last? Yeah, week? Andrew, Andrew Peak is in there. Um, yeah, he was last week. That's a uh, Blue Jackets prospect. You could go Cal Peterson who is an extraordinary goalie for the Kings. There, there's a lot of guys. I mean, wait a minute. Wait a minute. We just pulled, we just pulled Andrew peak. And now back to back wow. is Cal Peterson. No, did I you don't, know that. Did, I can't even see you guys you yet. This? I have no idea. 
<laughs> now I see it. In that great Ontario rain jersey. Yeah. I love it. And then uh, okay. we've got goalie Jake Jake Ottinger. So he was the first round pick the stars. for the Dallas Stars, a goalie. He could be their goalie of the future when Bishop is done. Now, when the Blackhawks are too expensive for me to pay to go see when I'm home with the whole family, yeah. we go see the Wolves. And here's a card of Jake yeah, So remember Curtis Lecision? That's his dad. Lecision. I was going to yeah, say Curtis that Lecision name is familiar. played in the league for a lot of years. Russ, I've got a business okay. proposal for you. Maybe talk to Group Breaks Checklist or somebody. Um, but you need to create a dictionary, a pronunciation <laughs> dictionary for hockey and sell it for like a $5 subscription every go. new product uh, to Group Breakers. Cause yeah, actually, you, should, you should do that. You just a site that I write for, Elite Prospects, they it. actually have pronunciations on there. That's awesome. Uh, this is an insert, uh, AHL Impact. He's okay. Chris I mean, that's Terry you know, your average AHL player. Okay. I'm just shocked Callie his name Rosen. actually sounds like how you read it. Read Boucher. Like, now, Callie Rosen, Callie Rosen is a, um, a really good offensive defenseman. Uh, oh, Johansson, Johansson started to play this year for Rosen. Buffalo. He, he probably isn't their goalie of the future as far as a number one, but a backup. So who is who is a guy on this checklist though that you because of the depth that you have and seeing a lot of these guys play with all that uh, the getting around you do who's on here that we aren't aware of but we well I mean really without should. seeing the list I'll say Kale Clegg from Ontario Kale Clegg is a tremendous okay. um, offensive defenseman that's a guy who you could see up with the Kings in the next year or two. Uh, Here's here's a name I've heard of. Tell us about this yeah, guy. Yeah, Maritz Sider. Now this this guy is gonna be a beast. I think he would have been up already by the end of the year. He's he played in the DEL last year, so in Germany. Offensive defenseman, smart, strong. I saw him play in the preseason in Pittsburgh, and he really played well against the Penguins, you know, part of the starters, part of the backups. They had a hard decision, but they decided to let him get AHL work. He'll be an NHLer next year, though. He was a first-round pick for them, for Detroit. AHL impact insert Jansen. Yeah, Harkins is a guy Hawkins. that has taken a little while, but he has a definite scoring touch. I'm going to give my dog a bone for a sec. Give me a sec. <laughs> give your dog a bone. <laughs> for goodness sake. Uh, Jordan Cairo. Wow, I'm looking up some of this Jake. more. Moritz Cider stuff on eBay already. Yeah, jerseys selling for 200 plus. Yeah, I'm lucky. I have a Cameron couple Schilling. of friends who, who cover the DEL and the Mannheim team in general. So I knew about Cider very early last year or way before the draft. He had a Russian Federation card. He had a Russian Federation card that somebody paid $55 I don't know why they would, though. He didn't plus he never $20 played there. I don't know why somebody would. Alex Formenton. Alex Formenton could be a star for the Ottawa Senators. He's gotten some NHL time. He's fast, he's big, he's strong, and he's a scorer. That's a hell of a player. Is, is a very fast. Of the um, I want to say he's probably like a third liner. I think he got traded to Ottawa from Columbus. I do like Abramoff, though. Okay. 
another senator prospect and AHL impact. Well, hold on, Drake. Forget Batherson. about Batherson. The card that you just had could be the next great goalie in the NHL, and Igor Shesterkin for the Rangers. Like he is going to be their number one goalie when when Henrik Lundqvist <laughs> retires. So. Yes, you want to really? get that card. He was a star in the KHL, and he's already been a star for a half a season for the games he's played with the Rangers. Wow. See? Yeah. That's why we have you on. All right, now back to Mr. Yeah, Batherson's real good. I like Drake Batherson, another guy, big, fast, should be in the NHL in the next year or so. Phillips. Now this goalie, Matthew Phillips we've heard about like him for a long time. Typical AHL. Right, Michael DiPietro. Now uh, he's down on the on the chart in Vancouver because Thatcher Demko has moved ahead of him. So between Markstrom and Demko, DiPietro, I don't know. He's going to have a tough time making it in the NHL. It might take him a while. Mm -hmm. He might need mm -hmm. a change of scenery, huh? Yeah. What about this? What about this goalie for the Monsters, uh, Vine? Yeah, who's played a little bit in Vine? He's played a little <laughs> bit with Columbus, but they had a lot of injuries. I don't know. I don't have enough on him yet. Let's put it that way. I was going to say first off, Rob, it's pronounced Monstars. <laughs> Shut up. That's funny. That's up there. I don't know if you guys can see, but I'm wearing a Vegas Golden Knights. Nick. There you go. Yeah, good for you. Lane Peterson. He's okay. There's the uh, Drake Batherson's base yeah. card. Yeah, Batherson's a player, man. That's that's a guy who's worth collecting. He, he could be a second-line player in the NHL. Cormier's Evan a decent Cormier. goalie. I don't know. I'm not sure he'll ever play in the NHL. He might be a backup. Here's somebody from an organization that you cover regularly. Yeah, Radcliffe is Radcliffe. this this guy is six foot six. His skating has gotten better, but he's got great hands. He's physical. He will make it in the NHL. It's just a matter of is he a second, third, or fourth liner? Like it's hard to tell right this minute. All right. Uh you mentioned yeah. Cal Peterson earlier. Potential star. I mean, Here's this, this is a guy that the Sabres drafted, but when he was done with college in Notre Dame, and I got to see him a few times, he didn't want to play in Buffalo. So the Kings got him in a trade. He will replace Jonathan Quick when Quick is done. But you say yeah. this guy is a star. Remind me, when it comes to collecting, are oh, there goalies star are goalies? highly collectible, even if they're not stars? If even if they're just possible, you know, popular. So he will be as collectible as quick was in that market. And in a lot of other markets in a couple of years. Now, now Zadina, Zadina, you know, Zadina, Detroit, you Detroit sure have Red Zadina, Wings cards. I think is ready for the NHL. Now they did the right thing with him. They sent him to the AHL because he didn't play a lot of defense, but his skating is good enough. Now he's got great offensive skill. He's a guy who could score 25 goals easy. All right, tell us about our first autograph. Alex Medjelovic. Right. It's Ned Yelkovic. And, and, 
first he's, first yeah, and most he's in important. the Carolina organization. He finally got a call up to the NHL this year because they had a bunch of injuries. Remember when David Ayers was playing? You know, Ned Yelkovic. You know, right. Ned Yelkovic um, had gotten the call right after that. He, I saw him play like a tremendous game once in Detroit in an outdoor game. But he's a really good goalie. I don't know if he's a number one though, but but he's very likable. So I think he could be in Carolina for a while. Okay. Yeah, his nickname is Nettie. Well, that's much easier. Well, Why you didn't know, you tell I, me that at the start? <laughs> just go, hey, Nettie! Come on, Ross. It hasn't been that's that true. long since we worked together on that's a regular true. basis. <laughs> Chris Terry, yeah. we talked about him. Um. Shane Bowers. Yeah, Shane Bowers. This is a kid who played for BU, has a lot of offensive ability, a lot, and he's good speed. He should be in the NHL next year. All right, now I'm putting my dog out. Why are we still seeing AHL cards of this guy, Sebastian Ayo? I'll go through. We saw this guy, Jansen Harkins. Here's Owen. Well, Tippett. do they? Uh, Here's the goalie that uh, the HL impact of the goalie that will replace Henrik Lundqvist. Kenny Agostino. All right, I'm back. Who we? Agostino. Why are we still seeing AHL cards? Of it's Sebastian the other one. Aho? This is not the guy from Carolina. Oh. This is the Islanders' defensive prospect, and he's pretty good. He's got an NHL time. He's a decent player. So Aho a- is a Finnish right, last and there are two guys. So James in Bell. Finland, it's kind of like Jones. Well, thank you. And Casey, Casey DeSmith, DeSmith has gone up and down for the with Penguins. the Penguins. He um, he's probably an NHL backup quality guy. All right. Al- all right, Alexi Hepaniemi. He's a really good Finnish player. I think in two years he'll be in the NHL, and he could play probably third line. All right. Jeremy Jeremy Bracco Bracco. is from Long Island, so obviously I've tracked him um, being from the area. (laughs) He, I think, will be up with the Leafs next year. He's Last year he was among the top scorers in the AHL. Same thing this year. If he's not up with the Leafs, by the early next year, he might get traded at the draft. They might even think about trading him. But he is a player. He will play for somebody in the NHL. Del What about Riley Tuft? The Stars need yeah, some young. Yeah, true. So do the so do the Blackhawks. But anyhow, <laughs> Riley Tuft. Is Riley, is Riley Tuft someone that can well, help he, the Stars? He can. He's a big, strong, tough kid. Goal scorer, but he has to just get a little faster. Maybe in another year for him. He they drafted him out of high school, just so you know. So another Islanders. He came up this year and he looked Bellows. good. I think he'll be up permanently next year. His dad is Brian Bellows, if you remember from the Minnesota North Stars, a first round pick also. Sure. HL Impact insert Alex. That's good. Very, so you got that. Um, Barbelay is a guy. He's small, right? But he as Tremendous speed and skill. Tampa's loaded, so he's had a hard time breaking through with them, but he might be able to next year. 
Aiden Hill's okay. He plays for the Coyotes. It's all right. He's all right. He goes up and down. He, he's nothing great. Benito Terry's got a hell of a shot, but that's about it. He's, you know, he's. Josh Norris. Yeah, Josh Norris I like. I was going to say, Russ, with how much you know about these guys, is there anybody that buys more minor league hockey cards sure than you? Or is this like I, I your do get too attached to these. I do get too attached to these guys, and I do have a lot. But look, I mean, I bought like a Jacob DeGrom rookie card yesterday. The other day, I just got it today. I even I went and got some tops now this year for McNeil and Alonzo. I'm all over the place. What about Felix? Felix Copley's a pretty good goalie. He he is a backup quality goalie. Okay. I just like hearing that from you too, Russ, because uh, we always are talking about you know, these guys, and I, it's like, what have you yeah. gotten lately, Russ? What the are the you cards upstairs, but it's a pretty sweet on-card auto. Cameron, Cameron Gaunt is okay. He he has a brother, Brendan. They're both decent players. I don't know if he'll have a big impact. Harkins has a chance to have at least some uh, impact. Andrew Portal. Gotcha. Andrew Portal last. Not saying much about him. Don't have much on him. Stephen Mason, I would say his time has passed to be an NHLer. It's too bad. Yeah, he had injuries. I think injuries hurt him. Jordan Cairo, that one, hold on. That that's a great card. Jordan Cairo will be up with the blues next year. Or he'll get traded and he'll be up with somebody. A tremendous amount of talent, a lot of skill. He could put points on the board. Very talented player. Cool. Remember, the Blues, they just won the Stanley Cup, so they're loaded. Here's a name we're familiar with. Yeah, Joe Valeno, another Detroit guy. You've been pulling Detroits. I think he could possibly make it next year. If it's not, it's the year after. Strong centerman. Probably a second line center for them. So he's going to be a really good player. Trey Fixman. I don't have much on him. Capo Okay. Kakinen again. Yeah, he he is another backup goalie. He played for Minnesota this year. I would say he played pretty well. I don't think he's a number one, but you never know. When Devin Dubnik leaves, it's possible he could win the job. Eh, he's ben just an AHL guy. German, German Roopstop yeah, is a guy who, if he didn't have a lot of injuries, would probably be playing with the Flyers already. He has a decent amount of talent, like a third-line guy. He might get traded, though, or they just may not re-sign him. Yeah, Bracco, Bracco. If you look at video on Bracco, he, he's got a tremendous shot. He gets a lot of assists. Great on the power play. Mitch Rinky. Yeah, I don't have anything Nick on him. Merkley. Next. <laughs> Lucas <laughs> Eleven. Well, you're showing Nick Merkley there. Merkley's a pretty good player, but I don't know if he's going to be a big NHLer. Um, him, I don't think so. I don't think he'll be a an NHL impact player. Yeah. Kyle Bianco could be like a depth guy in the NHL. I think in a couple years he's been I think I think he got a cup of coffee this year. Uh there's a little bit there, not a lot. 
Rasmus Asplund. Do we say that in the NHL as well as in Major League Baseball? Yeah, Asplund, yes, I think, will be up with the Sabres next year. He um, He's kind of like a Swiss Army Knife player. can do a lot of little different things. He's like a lesser Teravainen who you remember when he was in Chicago, Rob. He's like that kind of player. Okay. Now, Tolvanen has a rocket of a shot, and Nashville still has high hopes for him. He had to learn how to play defense, but if he comes up and he has confidence, this guy could put up 25 goals, but he's got to get the ice time. Euro Vakaninen. Yeah, Euro, Euro Vakaninen. He already started playing with the um, Bruins this year. He'll be a mainstay in the next year or two in their defense core. He's probably got more offense than people realize, but he's not like a superstar, but he'll be a very solid player. Josh Brook has a lot of offensive talent. That's that's an offensive defenseman right there. He will play in the NHL. Michael Scarbosa. Scarbosa is a guy that goes up and down. He's like a depth guy. Well, that covers him there. Uh, Russ, your I, pack card. I was going to ask your opinion real quick. Uh, I was a little miffed at the trade deadline with everything that Luke Robitaille did to fire sell the Kings. But in light of events with no Stanley Cup possibly this year, is that a good move for GMs that may have made a move like that this year? Well, I, I think it was a good move, but I also think they have four of the best young centers in in the game. I mean, you know, Turcotte, they already signed him. He's He'll play next year. You, you've got you've got tremendous centers there. I mean, Gabe Velarde is finally healthy. So Gabe Velarde, if you pull him in the set, he's, he's going to be your future number two center probably. They're loaded. I mean, I, I think the Kings are doing the right thing. I actually do. And I love – they picked up Dominic Cahoon, I think, right? No, no, Sabres picked up Cahoon. No, um, but I did like what the Kings did. I think in another two years they're going to be really good. I think they're ahead of schedule. Can we get back to the cards, Ivan? Do you mind? Yeah. yeah. Cal Foot's really good. That's that's Adam Foot's son. Um, I was going to say, is he, he's got some good pedigree. Yeah, he's got a good pedigree and a really good shot, and he's tough. He'll be in the NHL next year. Tyler Benson. Benson will be up with the Edmonton Oilers next year for sure. I don't know if he's going to play center or wing, but he's been starring in the AHL for a couple of years. Good all-around talent. He had to overcome some injuries, but I really like Benson. Rim Pit, Rem Pitlick. He's a Ugh, depth guy. Gross. Zach McEwen. Zach McEwen has gotten NHL time this year. I really like him because he's kind of like a um, a mini Tom Wilson. He plays that similar game. He, he annoys people. He's got a little bit of um, jam by the net. So you'll see him up with Vancouver. All right. Does this guy have what it takes? Yeah, Kershev's got a great shot. Actually, he is um, he's a talent. It, it's taken him a little while because he got run around to different teams and juniors, but I do think he has NHL ability. I do. Impact card, Tyler Benson. Yeah, that's a good card. Sam Carrick. The Penguins have a interesting prospect in pierre oliver joseph yeah pierre olivier joseph he is a guy when they drafted him was like 150 pounds but he is fast he moves the puck well he's got a great shot he's got to round out his game but he could be a really good offensive defenseman in another year or two they traded for him he was um 
he was part of a trade with, I want to say, the Coyotes. Dan Vladder. Vladar. And... <laughs> wow. That's you were all close. Right. Daniel Vladar has had a great year with Providence. And if Tuka Rask really is going to retire in a year, Vladar could end up being their next great goalie. It's possible that, that he could be their goalie of the future. Seth Griffin. See, he's okay. He's a depth guy. Chris Mueller. Man, another one. He's been around. He, he's, you know, he's okay. Got to open them faster, Rob. Condor Timmons. You're getting slow in your old age. I know. Condor Timmons. Connor Timmons is one of the most talked about guys at the trade deadline. He is an offensive defenseman for Colorado. He'll be up next year. He's a power play guy. He's fast. He's going to be a star in the league. As if Colorado didn't have enough players. Jack Studenka. Studenka will be up with the Bruins next year. Really good all-around talent. Not a superstar, but a very reliable, good player. We uh, we pulled something of him last week or the week before, didn't we? Yeah, Adam Boquist, you know, he, right. he'll be up. He was up this year. He'll be up again next year. His offense will continue to get better for Chicago. There's the base card to go with. Now, Julian Gauthier just got traded to the Rangers. He's a big, fast very skilled guy and very tough. He's already starting to have a good impact for the Rangers. I think the um, I think the Canes made a mistake getting rid of him. Here's one for Ivan Rasmus Kapari. Kapari is another one of those centers that will be up in a year or two. He, I think, right now he's playing over in Finland. But this guy can do everything, and he's a great passer, very good skater. Another really good pick by them. They have a great scouts there. They really do. Luke's, this is the Luke's last pack. It should have an auto in it. Uh, here's Joachim Bleichfeld. Yeah, Bleichfeld played a little bit this year. He, he's okay. Jeremy Bracco we talked about. Uh, Louis Belpedio. He's okay. He's he's like an in-between guy. Riley Tuft we talked about. Yep. Uh, Troy Grosnick. Yeah. Okay. We talked about Barbelay and our second auto, someone you didn't have very much to say about, Chris Mueller. Yeah, that one that one you struck out on a little bit. It's all right. It happens. You never know. You never know. Hold it there no, for just No, I mean you truly round. never know, but uh, I got a pretty good idea with him. How many how many Pete Alonzo cards did you buy in twenty eighteen, Russ? I only bought the one. The the that's it, the tops now card for and I think, what's this one for? Um, oh, that's what I was saying. So in 2018, for the longest didn't have any, right? when he hit. I didn't buy any rookie cards of his. Not yet. Yeah. Yeah. So. I mean, technically, they call this a rookie card, right? But we know, I mean. Well, no, that's what I'm saying is before he was called up. You know. I know. I don't have any of those yet. All right. So two winners from this box. We'll give both autos away and along with each of their base cards. Okay. Nice. They did a good job with the set. The AHL set's always a nice set because once in a while you will get that guy in the cusp. And if you hold on to it, like it's never going to have the same value as a young gun, but it has pretty good value. 
Well, I, I particularly like being able to get a goalie auto out of AHL. Yeah. Yeah, yeah goalies get crazy. The minute, the minute a goalie gets two good seasons under his belt, the price just goes go, like crazy. Like Carter yeah. Hart is an example. I haven't looked at his prices, but I imagine they're pretty high. Right. I don't hear Ivan at all. I just did a price comp, uh, of course, while all these cards are being opened, and I learned something. You're right. Uh, somebody said, check Matt Murray for comps, and a 9.5 Matt Murray is worth as much as two guys, Drew Doughty and Andre Kopitar, that have Stanley Cups. Well, two cups will do it for you, yeah. Well, yeah, but I'm just saying, like, the, you know, they have Cups, too, and one of them is an offensive machine, and that Matt Murray guy is worth... Uh, Worth as much as yeah. them. so Because he's a goalie and he's proven it. And that's where the goalies. Like I said, look up Carter Hart. I imagine he's gone through the roof at this point. How do you spell that? H A R T. Well, Rob, there's like four, hockey. four ways four, to spell Hart. Four packs per box, one card per pack. This will be quick. I always like SPX, a nice product. Me too. Holy moly. I told you. Well, I missed the boat on that whole goalie train, that's for sure. Well, you you never talked to me about it. I could have told you four years ago. Uh, it's because Rob never lets me get a word in edgewise. He wants to hear how, how Capo Kakanon, get, how you pronounce his name. Kakanon, yeah. I need, I need prospect info. I need it yesterday. Uh -huh. <laughs> These are hard times. This is my last cup of coffee. <laughs> I feel so bad for you. Why would you? Well, it's not that late for you. I was like, why would you drink coffee so late? But you're on the West Coast. So. And you have kids. I don't have kids. It's what happens. So just a quick reminder before we get this opened all the way, go to twitter.com slash live to enter to win the hits from that last box and this next box once we get through it and we see what we have. Twitter.com slash GoGTSLive must be following us as well to have your name. That's a drawn. great card, Rob. <laughs> this one's better. Autograph of Victor Arvidsson. Yeah, Arvidsson, I got to tell you, this guy has turned into a star for, for Nashville. Really great goal scorer. Really one of the better goal scorers on that team. I, I like Arvidsson a lot. Yeah, He'll be there uh, for a long time. He will be there. Right. He's one of their core players, as they say. Uh, quick, quick backtrack. So Alex Nedeljakovic, or Ned how pronounce his name, yes. is so popular that he has his Twitter settings to being not taggable. I the guy's you, a, pro guys, a goalie prospect. You don't realize the, the popularity of goalies. I don't know how you never picked up on that. There's some people that that's all they collect is goalies. But yeah, right. So it might be slightly biased because I did, I started off looking for Jonathan quick and I don't think he has a young guns card. So that might be why I just never noticed it. Yeah. They probably missed him. A quick, quick story. I remember I was up in the press box one day and somebody said, Hey, he's, there's this young goalie for the Reading Royals and he's really good. Keep an eye on him, Jonathan quick. And I said, all right, we'll see what he is. And the next year he blew up. Like he literally, and he was in the ECHL. So. Rookie right. jersey card of Adam Boquist, numbered to 199. That's whoever nice. That's wins, a good pull. Whoever Boquist wins this card 
Um, I would like to try to work a trade with you. <laughs> yeah, Bulkwist is going to be their probably their top power play um, defenseman in the future. But that's a nice card. It is. And I like that it's a it's a black jersey piece too. That's good. Yeah, it's cool looking. I hate the white ones, I'll be honest. I do. The white pieces are just like ugh. Might as well be underwear. Yeah. <laughs> it's just you, you know, let me see some color. What's wrong with underwear? I'm not getting into right. that, Ivan. All right, here we go. Mario Ferraro, rookie number to 299. He's okay. I don't think he is a big time player, but he will be a, you know, a depth NHLer. I mean, he's a San Jose Shark, so how good can he really be? Listen, the Sharks have a lot of good prospects, man. Timo Meyer, look up Timo Meyer on the comps. You're missing the point, Russ. Yeah, whatever, because <laughs> your, that's your King's bias. I get it. How many Stanley Cups do the San Jose Sharks have? Whatever. Not everybody wins the cup all the time. And a regular rookie card of Max Jones, number to 390. Max Jones is a really good player. Max Jones is starting to get a lot of playing time for Anaheim, and he's like a second-line, very fast, skilled player. He's got toughness. That's a really good pull. I'm actually going to put this one in a... Uh, He'll be a guy that annoys the Kings for the next 10 years. Is that where we're getting now? That's where we are now, yeah. Yeah, see, that card looks way sharper in the black border. I mean, I could either do that or I could tell you about the time we were at the National and a guy told me that Mark Pryor was the next Tom Seaver and I laughed at him. Hey, I did get a World Series, so I'm not that worried about that. You, no, no, I'm you did. Over, I'm over but all Kerry Wood, Mark Pryor. Uh, yeah, but you didn't get it with sense. Pryor. That's the point. Yeah, uh, that's <laughs> fine. Right, I, I got it. There's four winners right there. Yeah, the Arvidsson card is your best card. That's a great card. I mean, it's not really well. The Boquist is a rookie, so I, I shouldn't say. They're both really good. Okay. I need names, Rob, real quick, so I can just type them type them out fast. So yeah. Mario Max Ferrar. Jones. Max Jones. Victor Arvidsson. Victor Arvidsson. R-A-R-V-I-D-S-S-O-N. It's for self-reference. Adam Boquist. <laughs> oh. Adam Boquist. Awesome. Thank you. Thank you, though, Russ. I do appreciate it. I... All right. What do people need to do to win those? All right. So go to twitter.com slash gogtslive and just retweet the tweet that's up there. We've already got the one up for the AHL, and I see most of you all know how to do it. Um, we'll get this one up in just a minute. Also, Rob, do we you have any make carryover have like prices? Why aren't they having like a push-up contest for that? There's just no way to measure it. That's the problem. We need one spot where we can measure everything. It's it's a valid question, Russ. I'm not arguing with you. Um, we did <laughs> contemplate push-up contests, first to answer, um, you know, best video comment, but we just were like, ah, how do we aggregate that across all these platforms? So if you do want to reply with a video to the tweet of you doing push-ups, I will clap for you. <laughs> but for now, just retweet and make sure that you follow the account. Anybody want to open a second box of this? Yeah, what? do it. All right. That'll give me time to get the first tweet out. That's for sure. 
So what are the, what are we, we saying the odds are for the National in Atlantic City this year on time? Well, dude, we were talking about it earlier. 70 to 1. Yeah, now that they're turning the convention center into a field hospital, I don't know if there's any chance. Did they say they're doing that in Atlantic City? Yes. Yesterday. Oh, okay. It's still August, though. You never know. You never know. It may not be as big. They might have to cordon off a part of it, like if, if it's over. and You never know. Yeah, I'm hopeful. I'm still hopeful. All right. Joel Farbury. Farabee. So he played this year for the Flyers. Really great rookie. This guy can be a, uh, a star player in the future. He's already a really good player. So that's a hell of a pull right off the bat. Because yeah, he's 19 years old and he's playing in the NHL and producing a little bit. Wow. Numbered to 199. That's a great card. Flyers fans are drooling over that, trust me. Let's see what you got here. Oh, boom! Oh, whoever wins this, please, please, please. We got to work a trade. Oh. Kirby Doc. That's a great card. Rookie superscripts auto of Kirby Doc. Wow. Yeah. Someone was talking yep. about him in chat earlier. That's how great it is. Yeah, definitely future star. I think they rushed him a little, but he still had a decent part of the season. Yeah. So it just shows you how much talent this kid has. Yeah. I uh I'm actually really happy that he he's getting his experience at this level. I think it'll only help him in the long run. Cause I mean who would they put in that would have done better than this kid? <laughs> I don't think it's a matter of that. I just think it's a – nobody would have done better. It's not that. It, it just sometimes you really want a guy to mature a little more, like, physically. But he's a big kid. I get it. Look, he's a tremendous talent. It's fine. Oh, this is pretty. Black Obsidian, Eric Brandstrom. Look at that. Look at that Brandstrom card. How top, beautiful that he was, is. He was a top pick for Vegas. He's on Ottawa now, a really dynamic offensive defenseman. We're still waiting for him to sort of break out. It could still happen in another year or two. So that's, that's one that you put on the side and you hope that everything goes right for him because he's got the talent. All right. Last one. He he was in the Vegas trade for Mark Stone. Oh, Remember okay. When Mark, yeah, when yeah. Mark Stone got dealt, yeah. Wrong Kale, but <laughs> Kale Flurry, rookie. Kale Flurry's pretty good. Kale Flurry, uh, I think he also got rushed this year, so we didn't get to see – his best, but uh, a good NHL talent. Skates really well. I think he'll be also, good. Also, if I may, wrong flurry with what I learned about goalies tonight. <laughs> yes, but uh, what you also aren't taking into account, Montreal Canadian rookies get boosted up in value instantly. Yep. 
Canadians. They're not. Dude, they, have rab- they have a rabid collecting market. So even a guy who may not be a superstar may go for the same amount as a superstar because it's the Montreal Canadiens. Would you say they're the Boston Red Sox of the NHL? or No, they're the Yankees. They're the Yankees when it comes to collecting. Are they? Wouldn't the I always thought the Maple Leafs were the Yankees. Okay. I, I think honestly, I think it's the Canadians. I think the Maple Leafs are second. There you go. Now, Learn granted, neither is new every day. Neither has won a cup in a long time. The Leafs are actually the longest standing since '67, and the and the Canadians '93. But those markets are rabid. And you know, if you've ever been to the Toronto Expo, you'll know. If you never have been, you should go one year. So, do the Red Wings just get like sort of? demoted to third place even though they're the greatest franchise in history just because they're not in canada yeah i think i think the red wings and the rangers are pretty equal they have both have rabid fan bases for collecting and because they're original six teams so i think i think they're on the same market like i went to windsor for the first time this year it's right across the bridge there and everybody there is a red wings fan too and it's canada right so that's they have an expanded market yeah. because of that. Absolutely. Well, we got four more winners. Do you need those names? Uh, kind of. I was actually in the middle of the tweet though, so give me just a second. Uh, yeah, I got Kirby Doc. That was pretty easy. I believe I got Eric Brandstrom. Yep. Is that kind of close? Joel Faraby. Joel Faraby. Yeah. And Kale Flurry. Kale Flurry. I think I even spelled that one right. Awesome. You watch. You'll get. Cool. You'll get a lot of response for the Faraby. Very popular player. Look at that. All right. Well, Russ, thank you so much for taking some time out of your evening to give us some education, and uh, appreciate all you do for the GoGTS.net blog. For those that uh, want to check out his work, also check out Sportsology.com. Russ, I also know you have a couple of books coming out. Tell us about that before we let you go. Yeah, actually, so. Thanks for saying that. Um, one of them is Sticks and Stones. This one will be out in April 7th. It's a college hockey book. Um, best unknown college hockey player in there, Steve Carell from The Office. He played, uh, he played, <laughs> he was a goalie in college. Interesting. So, yeah, it's a fun book and people could either DM me if they want a signed copy or get it off of Amazon. This has just been re-released, Baseball's Best Rookies. We added guys like Jacob deGrom. We added Bryce Harper. We did this book back in 2011. So now we've added some other guys, Shoei Otani. We couldn't add Pete Alonso, though, and it killed me because it would take another six months or more for the book to get released. So no Pete Alonso, but a lot of, a lot of fun stories in there. Dimitri Young is quoted in here. So I, he's a friend That's of awesome. the show, I'm sure. Yep. Uh They'll just have to be a third edition of that book someday. Yeah, I'm going to get Alonzo in there one day. There's no doubt. Awesome. All right. Well, thanks for all you do, and uh, stay safe out there in the far too crowded Northeast. Yeah, I appreciate it. Thanks, guys. All righty. Take care. Bye-bye. Thanks, Russ. Thanks, Ivan. All right, so that's the first of three box break segments that we have tonight. But keeping with the hockey theme, um, going to be Nick, breaking until we're going to be breaking until the virus is done. Nick Wasika, too soon. Who we introduced you to um, with at the national and also on this program. 
uh, is a photographer for the NHL and came up with a web series called The Card Show. And here is a clip from episode one. Check this out. We'll be right back. A little background. I bought my first pack of trading cards when I was seven. At 13, I was selling wax packs and singles out of a fanny pack to my junior high classmates. Don't sweat the fanny pack, it was the late 80s. At 15, me and my buddy Reed Charpentier put on a card show in my parents' basement. Even had an ad for it in Beckett Monthly. We'd parlay that success into financing our table fees at hotel shows. Alright, enough about the wonder years, let's move on. The process is always the same for Coop and I. He'll blade open the box and we get ripping. Young Guns and Hits get sleep, and the rest go into our triple sorted set manufacturing facility. First by 100s, and 10s, and finally in number order. The boy is in charge of booking everything up. After that, it's time to pull for our personal collections. Cooper's all about three players. One goalie, one D-man, and one forward. And I can't really argue with any of his choices. I take a different approach to collecting because my personal collection really is my personal collection. I collect the cards regardless of player that feature my photo work. Photography found me in my mid-twenties, and from the moment it happened, it was a no-brainer to merge my love of sports with my penchant for cameras. It was always a goal of mine to have my work featured on trading cards, and in November of 2018, thanks to Minnesota Wild defenseman Jared Spurgeon, it finally happened. Hundreds of cards and multiple sports later have gotten to cover games and events all over North America. So what happens when you mix ice, cardboard and glass with the sights, sounds, and people of professional sports? I have no idea. And I call it the card show. On this season of the card show, I head to Arlington, Virginia to meet up with 27 NHL prospects for Upper Deck and the NHLPA's Rookie Showcase. The two-day event is put together every year for the sole purpose of content creation. I head to the Garden State and drop in on a devil's practice to learn what goes into being shooter editor of hockey content for an NHL club. Lunchtime in Newark means a stop at Hobby's Deli, a culinary institution ran by brothers where the meat is stacked high and the devil's fandom runs deep. To get my cardboard fix, I stop by the shop 36 years in the making. To talk with the big-hearted owner who lives for the hobby. If you're going to shoot opening night, you got to look sharp. So I head to the barbershop with a cool vibe filled with big personalities to talk food, music, and of course, sports. It's game time, so I'm back at the Prudential Center for opening night, where my list includes a four-pack of rookies and one off-season free agent signing. I had West, young man, 
to Upper Deck Headquarters in Carlsbad, California to find out how your favorite cards go from a camera to your collection. With hockey card season around the corner, I head to my local card shop to plan and hopefully execute the best release day party ever. All of this and much more on this season of The Card Show. All right, so congratulations to Nick Wasika. It was really his dream to take what he does for a living and be able to share it with an audience in a video format, and I thought that turned out awesome. So be sure to check out the full episode on YouTube and subsequent episodes as well. Not right. to mention, uh, go to our YouTube channel and check out our interview with him from the National last year because, man, he was a great interviewee and shared a lot of cool stuff um, about the process that may not make it into the show. So, Absolutely. All right, next up. Well, the product release schedule um, has fluctuated greatly over the last couple of weeks with... Um, things related to the coronavirus. As of right now, uh, the manufacturer's main printing facility uh, has been unaffected. That's the good news. There have been some issues with ship times. There have been some issues with manufacturers making the decision to hold the releases because of the number of stores, uh, hobby shops that have had to close. Uh, so here's a look at this week's Hot in the Shop uh, which was going to be much longer, but by this point in the week, it was down to just a handful of products. And kicking things off is, as we mentioned at the top of the hour with Lance, Futera World Football Unique. One case, three mini cases, six boxes, and then in every box, four packs and ten cards per pack. Only 250 cases produced. You're going to get four autographed memorabilia 24 karat gold plated framed or autographed memorabilia cards plus eight base cards and up to one heritage insert card this collection represents the most comprehensive autograph checklist ever assembled in a Futera soccer product look for on-card autographs cut signatures 24 karat gold plated framed autos auto memorabilia combo cards and game and training used memorabilia. Find the following players featured in one or more of the above types. Uh, Lionel Messi, Cristiano Ronaldo, Neymar, Kylian Mbappe, Virgil van Dijk, Antoine Griezmann, Sadio Main, Pele, Diego Mardona, and many, many more. Beautiful 24 karat gold-plated framed autographs and much more when this releases next week. Lots of fun stuff that you can do at home with this next product. That's right. Even though we missed opening day today, you can have fun with 2020 Tops MLB sticker collection starting next week. There are over 225 stickers to collect featuring brand new designs from Tops, plus 200 collectible trading card sticker backs and a brand new 50-page album with all new themed pages. So again, we're all looking for stuff to do at home. Here you go. Make this the year that you return to top stickers. 
or introduce them to your kids if you haven't already. Lots of cool stuff. All the top names. Players of the decades as well. So a little throwback there to some favorite names. Great rookies. Uh, and player stickers with collectible card backs. That's right. So after you peel them off, keep the card back. Throw that in a sleeve or a top loader. Very excited to have these. Um, I'll probably order some myself just to stay busy at home. 2020 MLB baseball sticker collection from Tops. Very cool. Also from Tops this week, going high end, going to the court, going to the tennis court with Transcendence Tennis Hall of Fame collection. 50 card complete Transcendent Icons base set numbered to 50. 30 Transcendent Collection autograph cards numbered to 25 or less, including at least two autograph cards numbered one of one, plus an one autographed 1952 Superfractor numbered one of one, obviously, a oversized cut signature or dual cut signature card, and a VIP event invitation to be held at the Tennis Hall of Fame in July 2020, pan, world pandemic pending. So Transcendent comes to tennis. Look for top stars of all time with hard-signed autographs encased in metallic gold frames numbered at 25 or less, parallels to five red 101s and platinum 101s. These oversized cards look amazing as well. And look for collectible subjects like, you know, Arthur Ashe, Fred Perry, and many more. They've been updating the checklist throughout Check Social Media for the most recent updates. And stay tuned for more information about that VIP event invitation found in every box. Transcendent Collection Tennis. I'm pretty excited to see those cards. It's been too long since we've had some fun tennis stuff on the market. Also exciting this week, 2020 Super Break, 23-24 Basketball Edition. What does that mean, 23-24? Well, for you fans out there, you know those are two of the most iconic jersey numbers ever in the NBA. And each pack of this buyback is going to deliver one premium buyback hit with high-end, desirable, quality stars and rookies at an affordable price. All teams are represented in this product so that you can run a standard 30-team random group break if you are a breaker, and you can buy into them if you're a collector. Uh, but they're advertising that group break spots should be less than $50 a spot, and that gets you the shot at incredible cards like, oh, a Michael Jordan rookie card. Quite a few different Kobe rookies, lots of graded, graded, encased cars, I'm just getting so distracted looking at all these Jordans on the sell sheet. I know that there's other great things I should talk about on here, but just any of those Jordans would make my day. Ignoring the LeBron rookies, ignoring, like I said, the Kobe rookies, the Steph rookies. Wow. What an incredible looking product. Um, go to GoGTS.net for an even more comprehensive look at this. There are 10 boxes per case, and each case is guaranteed to contain one buyback hit from one of the top three players to ever wear jersey numbers 23 or 24. Sounds like good odds to me. Check this product out. Absolutely. And last but certainly not least, as mentioned, 2020 Onyx Vintage Collection with two 
signed on card autographs in every box. You heard Lance Fisher say that he thinks this edition is even better than last year. Look for autographs from top five prospects like Wander Franco, Galvin Lux, Mackenzie Gore, Julio Rodriguez. 2020 Rookie of the Year frontrunners like Joey Bart. 2019 top five international prospects like Robert Pawson, Luis Rodriguez, Rainier Quintero. MLB stars like Acuna Jr., Glaber Torres, and big league legends like Ichiro, Nolan Ryan, Randy Johnson. Case hits include graded rookies of Reggie Jackson, Stan Musial, Derek Jeter, and many more. The complete checklist can be found on GoGTS.net. And that's a look at what's hot in the shop. Absolutely. Good stuff. Woo! Um, should we update the poll question real quick, James? You want me to do that? I think it, it'll be on the screen in just a minute here, but let me just remind people. Onyx has a chance at Nolan Ryan and Randy Johnson and Ichiro autos in addition to those prospects we talked about. That's crazy. That is crazy. So, yes, updating GoGTS Live Q of the Week poll. What hobby activities are you engaged in to pass the time during quarantine? Still leading the way organizing collection pulling up a little bit browsing ebay comp c or any activity thereof 301 of you voting we'll be back next week lord willing with a brand new episode of go gts live the hobbies web show thanks to james gale behind the scene for ivan lovergren i'm rob bertrand we'll see you next week you know what to be doing in the meantime always be collecting and stay safe out there okay guys seriously